Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell Coast to Coast in the biggest way possible right here on SportsGrid and SportsGrid Radio. Carver High in for Scotty today, all week long. The Prime Minister, Cam Stewart, he will join me in a few minutes. We've got Mafia, LTN crew, everybody in the mix with us here today on a Tuesday on the grid. A lot to do. We start with the birthday roll call, as always. Adam Kennedy's 46 today. Remember him? Jake Delhomme, 48. Man, the Panthers just couldn't beat Brady that day. Uh, Glenn Robinson, former uh, NBA forward, is 50. The 50 spot for Glenn. Thomas Lewis, 51. James Washington, two-time Super Bowl safety, 58. And the champ, George Foreman, checking in at 74 here on January the 10th. All right, so we got a lot to do today. We will start by talking about last night, the college football national championship. It was over early, wasn't it? Oh, it was over early. An absolute beatdown by the Georgia Bulldogs. 65-7. to They clean up TCU out in Los Angeles at SoFi as they win back-to-back national championships. We'll hear from Kirby, Stetson Bennett, Stars again. We've got a little bowl season betting recap for you. We've got odds to win next year's national title. Here's the thing that stuck out to me the most, and I saw this a lot last night, and I do agree. It kind of shows you they're going to expand the playoff. There's still a very big gap between those two or three teams at the top and everybody else. And even though TC, look, you just saw it. Yeah, TCU upset Michigan, but then they got just cleaned out by Georgia in the next game. We're all going to love the playoff. But I think it's going to be hard when that playoff starts of 12 teams for us to see teams like TCU win not one, not two, but three uh, games against potentially teams like Georgia and Michigan. going to be very difficult, but we're still going to have fun because it's more important games for us to wager on, and that's what it's all about. Uh, So we'll talk about last night, the college football season ending. Also, our number one, Jose Romero, uh, Arizona Republic, Cardinals, lots of changes going on out in the desert. Kingsbury out, Kime out, Kyler Murray hurt, probably not going to play most of next year. We'll talk to Jose about all of that. We'll start to get into this week with the NFL. we got Pete Carroll on the Seahawks and the Niners. He's happy to get the Hawks in. we got the Bills and the Dolphins. we got Doug Peterson on Trevor Lawrence. Ravens played the Bengals on Sunday night, gave Roquan Smith a lot of money today. Five years, $100 million extension. 
When is the Lamar money coming? Will we see Lamar this week? Is he around? Is he going to practice? Is he going to play? Uh, that is the storyline. We'll talk about all the other games. And we will dive into the teams that aren't making the playoffs this weekend. A lot of them talked yesterday. Jeff Saturday, who is absolutely out to lunch. Uh, we'll hear from him. Casario with the Texans. Uh, the Bears GM uh, says he'd have to be blown away to take a quarterback at number one. That means he's willing to. Okay? He didn't say, no, I've got Justin Fields. There's no way I would take a quarterback number one. He said he'd have to be blown away, which means the door's open. Uh, so remember that for the next three and a half months as well. Hour number two, uh, we've, I'm going to clean up the NFL regular season betting. Me and Cam are going to go over that. Best teams this year against the spread, et cetera, et cetera. We've got the hockey for tonight. Big slate, including the Wild here across the street at the Garden against the Rangers. Stars out at the horse track against the Islanders. Calgary and St. Louis tonight. Little late night. In Florida and Colorado as well. Lions share today. We've got NBA futures on a Tuesday. All the odds. NBA, East, West, MVP, defensive player, everything you could ever possibly want. We will get into last night's NBA too. Uh, Bucks beat the Knicks last night. Uh, good win for them. Uh, they did an awful job against the Buck bench who tore them up. We do welcome in all of our radio affiliates for all Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sports Byline, Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. Good to have everybody with us here today. Uh, Nuggets beat the Lakers, and wouldn't you know it, by 13. What was the number? 13 and a half. Uh, we'll hear from Darvin Ham. And the late night over in Sacramento, profitable again for us. Here on C2C as the Kings put up a 136 spot en route to getting over that 237 and a half. We'll go through all of tonight's NBA. Final hour, big night of college basketball. Tons of great games tonight all throughout the country. Uh, plenty in action. Kentucky's playing tonight. Butler St. John's, Texas Tech and Iowa State. Got some late night action too with Fresno and San Jose State and a real good one in the Mountain West. Nevada and San Diego State, the 11 East tip out on the left coast. Let's go. Also last hour, Bob Nightingale, USA Today. Carlos Correa saga. Is it actually over? Is he signing with the Twins? Gone from the Giants to the Mets? Now the Twins. Is it finally over? Uh, we'll talk to Bob about that. And Coach Young, Coach James Young, of course, every Tuesday on C2C as we'll continue to get you ready for all of the rack tonight in the NBA and college. So we have a ton to do. Recap last night. Look ahead. Six NFL wildcard games this week. What are the teams looking for coaches doing? All the NHL, NBA, and college hoops tonight as well. And we'll even sprinkle in Jose Romero, Bob Nightingale, and Coach James Young along the way. Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Just getting going. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and... 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty, along with, let's bring him in, uh, game time decisions every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern here on the grid. That is the Prime Minister, Cam Stewart. Uh, hi, Cam. How are you? Hey, Carver. What, what is this? Seahawks Day? Green and blue? Like, we look like the Seahawks helmet, me and you this together. Is, Amazing. This is <laughs> It's Seahawks Day. You know what I actually the green is for today, Cam? You want to know what the green's for? Yeah. Money. money, like all the yeah. money rolling in last night after Georgia cleaned the clock of TCU, uh, sixty-five to seven. That's what it was, Cam. I mean, we had it all yesterday. The team total over, a winner covering the spread, a winner, the over, a winner. Duggan touchdown, Milton touchdown, Bowers touchdown in yards. The guy Davis, the Lissy pick, ran all over the play. He's the only guy on TCU that caught the ball last night, Cam. What a night we had for the national title game. Great call, Carver. I got to be honest with you, too. And I played that Bowers uh, over uh, reception yards hard. Got to give uh, my boy Joe Lisi a lot of credit there, too. They talked about the main TCU receiver being covered up, and Davis went absolutely bananas. You're right. The, the, the props, even though I tried to hit like an in-game under when the game was going nuts, I'm like, I can't stay at this pace. The props were amazing, buddy. Yeah, you cleaned up. Congratulations, Carver. I think you hit every, I think we hit every single prop except for Duggan rushing yards. That we did not hit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything else uh, was was outstanding. A really good day for us. Not a good night, Cam, uh, for TCU uh, out in Los Angeles as they had to look at Stetson Bennett uh, pretty much dance all over them all night on ESPN. (laughs) 11th play of the drive. Bennett keeping all the way and just sauntering into the end zone. His second rushing touchdown in Georgia. Throwing haymakers and building a big lead now. Yeah, they were throwing haymakers, Cam. They built built a big lead. Bennett tied Burrow. Most touchdowns accounted for in a title game with six. He threw for four. He ran for two. He was the MVP last year of the title game. MVP this year. Yep. I got to tell you, Cam, are we, we sleep on this guy a little bit? Oh, I can't time. even say kid. He's 25 years old. Are we? Yeah, what are we, what are we looking amazing. at here? Is somebody going to draft him, Cam? What do you think? Seriously, Carver, like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand how everybody missed this guy. Walk on? The guy's got speed. You see him take off with a ball. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's out running, guys. I'm like, Setson Bennett, he throws a nice ball, makes very little mistakes. It's unbelievable. He's just one of those guys that Carver just gets better with age, like a fine wine. So, yeah, you got to take a chance. Somebody's got to take a chance. And one thing, you know, we, we could break down the the combine and this and that you know what i like carver and you're the same way you're old school intangibles he's a winner yeah he can run he can throw those are things that yeah. are important to me i don't care about like how much you can bench press can you win me a game with the ball with a couple seconds left i don't know bet stetson bennett seems to be the guy 
he certainly has looked that way, especially in these big games uh, the last two years. In fact, uh, even Kirby's kid, uh, Cam, is upset to see him go. Uh, here's Kirby telling the story <laughs> last night about how his kid was crying that it was Bennett's last game uh, at Georgia. Here's Kirby. Tell you a quick story. I walked into my little – they got a real nice head coach's office in that room over there. And I don't know if Stetson knows this, but I walked in and my 10-year-old son, Andrew's balling. And I was like, oh, no, somebody's hurt his feelings. Somebody's thrown him down. Somebody's done something to him. I said, why are you crying? You're going to ruin my moment. He said, Stetson's leaving. Stetson's gone. I said, he's 25 years old. He's got to go. He's got to leave. <laughs> he's 20. He's 25, Cam. That's I mean, amazing. I love him. Send him he goes to the kid. You're ruining my moment, kid. Yeah, years old. And then he's amazing. like, and he's like, they got, they got a nice big, they got a nice big coaches room here. God, I hope so. They only spent about fifty billion dollars to exactly. build that place, and then they got people slipping on the floor outside the concourse last night, Cam, because it was raining in Los Angeles. Uh, people were falling down. They were busting them out uh, of SoFi. It was amazing. Uh, look. Uh, really, really good night for us in the betting department. And here's the other thing, Cam. Two years from now, they're going to have this 12-team playoff. And I saw the belly aching last night already. Well, you know, we have uncompetitive games now, and there's only four teams. What's it going to be like when there's 12? Look, a team like TCU, Cam, we've seen it. They can get an upset. They can beat a Michigan. Can they win three of those games in a row against teams like Georgia and Alabama Michigan? Probably not. But, Cam, it's more games for us to have some interest in and to bet on. Who the hell cares? We're going to be into it I'm no matter you. what when they go to 12. I'm Seriously. with you. No, that's the thing. Just make it more for the people. Uh, well, betting's a part of uh, everyday life now, too. So why don't you extend it? You, you bring up a good point. I was like, oh, Alabama should have been there. No, no. TCU won their games. They beat Michigan. They get to the final, and then they get crushed. Georgia's belt also felt dis disrespected because they were the, you know, TCU was the, the underdog story, and they wanted to squash it, and they did, Carver. That was an absolute annihilation. I haven't seen a game like that in a long time. And, you know, it's funny because Saban, you bring him up, Cam. He was sitting up there last night on the broadcast. Yep. Uh, they had him there, and you could see, like, you know, the steam was kind of coming out of his ears. He's got to watch yes. Kirby win yes. two in a row. Uh, yeah. You know that, Nick, that, that stuff motivates Saban. Uh, and, listen, Alabama always has one of the two or three best teams in the country, but uh, mm -hmm. he's going to be back with a big way next year. Here it is, Cam. I give to you. We close the book on another bowl season. Uh, the betting recap for you, Cam, the underdogs – Straight up, win 16 and 27. Straight up, they got 16 wins, Cam. And on the spread, 23-19 and 1 for 55%. How about the dogs, Cam, of 10 or more points? 6 and 2, 75% against the spread. The ACC was the best conference. Pac-12, the worst Always against the, the worst. spread as we close another book on, on bowl season. Yeah, except for the Beavers. You can always count on the Beavers to chomp, Carver. That's one team. When they get to the bowl game, the Beavers will deliver we, the bark. Beavers Beavers were very good for us uh, in that game against yes. Florida. Chomp, chomp, chomp uh, over there in, uh, where was it? in Vegas. They took care of business that day uh, against the Gators, that's for sure. It's never too, too early, Cam. Just because they handed out the national title last night doesn't mean we can't already look to next yep. year. Who are the favorites uh, as we get ready to get going? Georgia, of course, looking for the three-peat at plus 250, Cam. Ohio State, 6-1. to one. Alabama, 7-1, to one, along with USC. Michigan is there. Clemson, Texas. And there they are, Cam. Notre Dame 
with Sam Hartman Sam now Hartman. in the saddle. Get ready, Cam. Hartman in South Bend. Things are going to be good. I got to tell you, too, uh, Carver, another one that's interesting. I know you never want to go against Alabama, but Ohio State with those receivers that they have, oh, God. Like, these guys are like NFL, NFL, NFL. If they can get anybody a little bit more defense with that team, they're going to be scary as hell. Want a little bit more than six. But, yeah, Notre Dame, going to be fun with Sam Harton, but he's going to be throwing it all over the lot. And, of course, uh, Texas is going to have uh, Manning in there uh, mm -hmm. next year. So they'll just throw Quinn Ewers to the side, uh, and they'll get Arch uh, out there in Austin uh, for Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, interested in Michigan, too, because that's going to be – that's a situation that's not resolved yet either, Cam, on what Harbaugh yep. does here over the next couple of weeks. Uh, he's already doing the virtual interview with Denver yesterday. So there's a chance Harbaugh leaves Michigan, and that number uh, will not be where it is right now anymore. Uh, that number will take a little bit of a tumble down the board, Cam, uh, if Harbaugh does end up leaving Ann Arbor. Uh, all right, Cam, so later on, we're going to dive into all of the wild card matchups. I got lots of coaches for you. We'll talk about also some of these teams that are out of the mix, including the Arizona Cardinals, who I will talk to Jose Romero about next. Kingsbury out. Kime out. We will come back and talk about all of it. Carver High and Cam in for Scotty for all Coast to Coast. Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio on a Tuesday as me and Cam continue to get ready for the Sony this week. Uh, no more Akawa, thank God, Cam. I don't have to put more Akawa on the card uh, later on. Coast to coast, we're back on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you with us, Carver High, in for Scotty. We're going to go to Arizona now. Lots of changes with the Cardinals. Jose Romero covers them for the Arizona Republic. And we were actually just talking in the break, Jose, so you got to tell this story. Please, <laughs> when was when did you see Pharrell live? Like, you got you got to bring this right to the table as we get going uh, on Coast to Coast. I'll do it. Uh, I don't remember the year. But I was I was a young guy living uh, Portland's my hometown. Uh, I listened to the sports radio station there all the time. Probably back in the late mid like late nineties. Um, he had a he had a live event at the Aladdin Theater in Portland, Oregon, and I was there. And it was wild, man. It was it was like I remember he he was doing promos for it, and he would say, "Come and see me at the lovely Aladdin Theater." So um, yeah. Good times, Look, good times for sure. Considering considering the time frame 
of when you're talking about, mm -hmm. you got like, you got like real peak out of control Pharrell at that time, <laughs> right in that time frame. That's pre-serious, pre-CBS uh, Sports Radio, everything Pharrell. So you got him uh, late 90s. I'm going to tell him when he comes back next week, Jose, uh, that you saw him back in the day in Portland. But let's talk about the business at hand here. And that is, of course, uh, lots of changes for the Arizona Cardinals as the season ends on Sunday. Cliff Kingsbury out. GM Steve Keim took a leave of absence about a month ago. Now he officially won't be back. I mean, Jose, they just gave both of these guys long-term extensions in March. What happened here? Well, there was a there was certainly a belief on the owner's part, Michael Bidwell, that you know the team was headed in the right direction. They'd made the playoffs last year, even though they got uh, destroyed by the Rams in the first round. And uh, but there was a belief that Cl Cliff Kingsbury was you know taking the team in the right direction, that that they could actually win a playoff game this season. That was the goal. And boy, it just it just never materialized at all. And it all started, I think, with the. Uh, with the extension to Kyler Murray, um, even though the extensions to Cliff and and Steve Kime were were you know not super popular with everybody around here, but those were done. And then you had the, the Kyler Murray extension. And then you have the homework clause in his contract that ruffled a lot of feathers and drew a lot of criticism to the team nationwide, not just here. And so that was kind of the beginning of where things started to go south. It all unraveled. That could go on forever, but uh, wild, wild season for sure. I mean, and then you throw on your top wide receiver getting suspended for the first six games. And like, that's the, that's something else that just kind of just another log on the fire uh, for how things kind of got going here. Uh, let's talk about the Kyler aspect of this. Like you said, that preseason situation with the clause in his contract was all over the place. We talked about it nonstop here. Where are the fans at now with Kyler? Who's going to miss probably most of next season, I mean, if not possibly all of it, everybody comes back differently from his type of injury. Where is the Arizona fan base at with Kyler Murray after all of this? Is he taking the blame for the organization pretty much going down the way it has? Well, I think he's young enough where, you know, you can he can come back from this and be, be back to full strength when he's ready, whenever that is. But, um, you know, a lot of this is... I think people out here just want to change. They, they're just welcoming the change. Um, uh, a lot of people are happy to see Kyman Kingsbury go um, and see the team go in a completely different direction. I think that's where it all boils down to is Michael Bidwell is an owner who always kind of stay, stuck with people in-house that he, you know, kind of groomed and put into these positions or, you know, his closest advisors would tell him, this is the guy you need to coach the team. So, now, Michael Bidwell's sort of on his own because he doesn't have a lot of those. You know, Steve Kime was one of his closest advisors, and he's not around. So I think this is a chance for the Cardinals to start fresh with uh, new leadership, both on the field as the coach and as the general manager. And, um, you know, Kyler takes some heat for sure. But, um, you know, he wasn't playing all that badly. It's just that the offense was so out of sync that it just looked that way. <laughs> it kind of seemed like from the outside – just watching the games or maybe even watching a little bit of the in-season hard knocks uh, that they did on the Cardinals. Or was there a legitimate disconnect, did you guys feel, between Kingsbury and Murray where even before he got hurt, 
you thought that maybe there'd be a breakup this offseason because of how the season was playing out? I think after a while, you realized that there was going to be that breakup, you know, after probably right around the Mexico City game in November, right before Thanksgiving. Um, because, but you always, I always sort of felt like, you know, these guys, these guys were sort of uh, attached at the hip because Kingsbury was a quarterback. He played in a, in a high-octane offense in college, um, and he kind of knew some nuances of what Kyler Murray likes to do on the field as a player. Um, you know, throw on the run, get your feet moving, things of that nature. I thought that it was a it was the perfect weapon to have in Kingsbury's offense. But as we saw, um, just a lot of a lot of miscommunication. We saw some uh, some on field stuff. We saw quarterback yelling at coach during a game on the sideline. That really drew a lot of attention, unwanted attention. And the Cardinal season was full of unwanted attention. Uh, it certainly was. We're talking with Jose Romero, Arizona Republic, about the Arizona Cardinals. Where are they going to go from here from the coach aspect? Now, I know you're looking for both situations, Bidwell is. Needs a GM, needs a coach. But there's two big fish that are out there right now where they would probably make the decision on who the GM is if they were going to be the coach. Will Bidwell be in the market for Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh? I would have to think Sean Payton for sure. I would have to think uh, Harbaugh, not so much. I, I kind of, um, I think it seems like he's leaning more towards the Broncos. I think you know Michael Bidwell is going to do his due diligence as he calls it and make the calls and see gauge the interest. Um, but I think with a guy like Jim Harbaugh, who you never know if he wants to stay at Michigan or if he really wants out and wants to go to the pros, uh, Sean Payton is more the sure thing and also a big big name, a guy who's had a ton of success, obviously. So. Um, I really think that as soon as I think tomorrow they can virtually speak to Sean Payton. And I think that call has probably been made and that appointment has been set. I would be surprised if it hasn't been. And, uh, as far as GM, you know, um, not too far to look. Lots of teams have winning front offices and calls have been made. I think, you know, Bidwell has already known for a while that he needed to make changes and he's probably already started the process long a weeks ago in terms of making those calls about who's going to be the next GM. And it sounds like also from listening to Bidwell that whoever uh, the new coach is going to be, I guess not that they have to pass the Murray test, but I guess Kyler is going to have a little bit of a, of a say in maybe who it is, if he likes the guy or not. Right. Yeah. I was a little surprised at the, the, the backlash that, you know, the fans uh, had for that, for that statement saying that Kyler Murray would be part of that. And um, I think it makes sense to involve your leaders, to involve the, the guys who um, kind of form the leadership of the team and, and ask, at least ask, you know, who do you want in a coach? Who do you like in a coach? What, right. what are the characteristics you like? Clearly a change has to be made. Clearly a change will be made. Um, so I see, I see it as not an issue to have that kind of input coming from as many voices as, as possible. Now, not only are they going to be looking for a coach, looking for a general manager, but with Kyler's injury, I would have to guess, Jose, they're going to be looking for a quarterback. I mean, at least maybe some kind of veteran presence who's going to be able to get them through it. Or is Colt McCoy going to play quarterback for Arizona all next year? Will they look elsewhere? Yeah, I think Colt McCoy was was Cliff Kingsbury's guy. That was, you know, his, okay. his you know, security blanket at the backup quarterback spot. Now, with the change in leadership, you know, the kind of all bets are off on that one. You know, who's going to be brought in? David Blau had a, a nice game 
you know, his first opportunity to play the, the second to last game of the season. So he might be brought back for a look. Um, not so sure what they will think about Trace McSorley and the evaluation of him. He was the third string quarterback. Uh, Cole McCoy, you know, it would make sense to bring him back. He does have a good comfort level with Kyler Murray. The two are very friendly. They're tight. Um, but I just don't know. You just don't know what the coach, the next coach or next GM will want in that backup, what type of guy they want to bring in. It also feels like like Kyler kind of feels like the type of guy who likes that security, has his contract. He's the guy. He wants somebody to come in there trying to make a name for themselves. Colt, he has that familiarity. You're right with Colt McCoy. That might be the best way to go than a guy who well, not necessarily push Kyler out of the way, but uh, could make it difficult on him if he's playing well when Ky- Kyler gets healthy. What about Hopkins? Suspended the first six games. He's been hurt a bunch of times the last few years. Do they look to move on maybe from him and try to get some assets before he completely breaks down? I mean, I think they, I think they need to at least have a conversation with him about coming back. Um, you know, this is a guy who's still playing at a super high level. When he's right, when he's not suspended and when he's healthy, um, this is a guy who can still be, you know, win one-on-one battles down the field, physical guy, a good locker room guy, um, pretty important leadership presence. Uh, with the team. So I, I would be surprised if they didn't try to at least talk to him about coming back. And then if it doesn't work out, you know, you got to, you have to make the most of a, of a deal. If you make that deal involving DeAndre Hopkins, you got to get a lot back for it because he's still playing at a really high level. Going to be a very interesting off season. That's for sure. Jose, thank you so much for a few minutes here today. And you've got the big game in town in a few weeks as well. Uh, so going to be a very busy A couple of weeks out there in Arizona. Thanks for jumping on, my man. You bet. Take care. Appreciate it. There he is, Jose Romero, Arizona Republic. We will come back. Cam rejoins. we got a lot to do. We'll start going through all the games for this weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend. Pharrell Coast to Coast, Carver High in for Scotty. We keep rolling. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And we are back. For all coast to coast here on a Tuesday, Carver High and Cam Stewart in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Uh, we always love to let you know that you can get a risk-free wager of up to $1,000 on BetMGM when you use the promo code COAST2COAST. Coast. That's COAST, the number two, COAST. Risk-free bet up to 1000 If you listened to us yesterday, that. Cam, 
with yep. that risk-free yep. Brett, and you went to that Georgia game, you'd be in great shape right now, right? <laughs> Good call. Or I need the risk-free bet when the Sabres lose to the Flyers. I can get my money back oh and make my a smarter God, bet. Damn. So, <laughs> so I, I killed look, my parlay. I, I, I had a couple things. Like we all had the main stuff on Georgia, right? You know, we had them twelve yeah. and a half, thirteen and a half. The team total thirty-seven and a half, thirty-eight and a half. We had all the problems. We had all this. So Everything. I also put in like a couple of really silly ones where I had them laying 23 and a half alt spread. Like I had them on some big ones, but I, those ones I had a little fun with and I parlayed them with some things. So I had them minus 23 and a half parlayed with the over uh, in the King Oiler game late night last night. Yes. So there I am, Cam. I'm right yes. laying in bed. Show, I'm watching the game on my phone. The whole entire house is sleeping as I'm waiting for uh, somebody to score early in the third period to get me over the six and a half so that we can cash another winner. You're the best, Carver. Uh, You're like me and my old girlfriend, right? When she doesn't know why I'm betting under the sheets, checking scores. I, oh, sorry, honey. Got to go downstairs. Can't sleep. Got to go for a walk. Yeah, it's 1230, 1 o'clock in the morning. Take a circuit around the block. I love can't you, Carver. It. You're betting while the family's asleep. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, <laughs> all right, Cam. NFL super yep. wild card weekend. Yep. Uh, let's hear super. from your coach, Pete Carroll. Of Pete. course, when he left the stadium on Sunday night, he had no idea what his fate was going to be. Yesterday, he did know, and he's very happy to be in the playoffs. Here's Carroll. It's it's uh, really a great reward for our guys who've been working so hard, and you know you've been hearing us talk about it to, to have this opportunity to keep going, um, and uh, we're all excited about the fact that the way the, the, the day turned out yesterday, just so so sunk into the, the being Lions fans, man. We love the Lions. Uh, Coach Campbell did a great job with his crew, and they played a fantastic football game to, to get the win to give us the chance. So um, we're gonna try to do something with it. Um, unfortunately, we're playing <laughs> the Niners, and they're loaded, and they're loaded and healthy and on a roll and about as hot as you could possibly get, and uh, doing it in a really commanding fashion too. You know, with the young quarterback who's doing so well, um, just kind of would buck the odds. You know that everybody would think you could do that, and uh, everybody in the media anyway. There's wow. Pete Carroll. Uh, look, he sounds like a defense happy, attorney Cam. that's like he's, rattled in court. He's happy, but at the same point, he's like, oh, no, I, I, we do got to play the Niners, so I guess it's not that great of a deal. You know, they're healthy and they, they're in San Francisco. Uh, but we have a little bit of movement from yesterday, Cam. It was 10 when we yep. spoke uh, 24 hours ago, nine and a half. Uh, for the Niners now, 43 the total, so a little half-point move there. I locked it in, Carver. I'm not, I know you lean that way, too, and Ooh. me and you were mostly dog players except for uh, the national title game. But here's the thing. Seattle knows San Francisco pretty well. I'm, I'm very concerned with San Francisco's defense. But when you're, when you're talking 9.5-10, that back door is always open, buddy, and that's the thing. So, anyway, I have a lean. I think Niners probably win by a touchdown, but 9.5-10 is a lot of points, my friend. That's all. Niners uh, should win. It certainly is. Uh, I'm there, too. Uh, Niners win the game, but I think that Seattle, because they know each other so well, and I'm waiting for maybe a Brock Purdy uh, first playoff game, make a little bit of a mistake at some yeah. point, Cam. Uh, I think that it's going to come here. At some point in these playoffs, uh, I like the Hawks right now getting those points. Yesterday, we gave you the good news in Buffalo where DeMar Hamlin left the hospital in Cincinnati, is back in Buffalo. 
at the hospital there. He's taking some tests uh, today, Cam. Uh, the hopes are that he will be sent home soon. What an amazing week uh, for this guy. Like you got, I mean, this is just, you can't write this stuff better, Cam. Uh, from a week ago, that Monday night game, to now what, eight days later, and they're talking about sending the guy home. That's just, that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's what a recovery. What a recovery. You know, and we got to give Cincinnati Hospital credit, Bills, EMTs. No question. Uh, guy, all, all those guys involved. Like, I can't believe it's amazing to me, Carver, and I'm thinking about instances. They, they showed some old hockey plays. With, remember Chris Pronger that got hit in the heart? Yeah. Maybe he, he collapsed and stuff like that. Like, But nothing was like Hamlin's situation. And the fact that he actually might – like, if things go well, he might even attend the game if he's going home. Maybe they just bring him to the game and, like, honor him there and whatever. But Or just have a picture of him from home. That'll fire up the Bills. You're already playing the fish. So great news, Carver. You said it from like being almost like 50-50 to live uh, and die. And now he looks like he's going to have a full recovery. Amazing. Whether it's this week or maybe even next week's home playoff game, because obviously they'd be home next week yeah. if they won. I think that Cam, as it continues to get better and better, that we may eventually see that and see him uh, maybe even there. Who knows? And God, that's just amazing considering where we were at. Uh, a week ago. But Sean McDermott and the Bills, their focus now does turn to the fish. Uh, no idea exactly who will be the quarterback yet, but Sean McDermott and the Bills are going to be ready for all situations. Yeah, they're a good football team. Um, you know, they, they've beaten us uh, once this season. Uh, and, um, you know, they're very talented and in, in, in the speed that they have uh, on their roster is impressive and Good team speed so um you know we've got to put our minds together this week and come up with a good game plan and, and then um, have a good week of practice in terms of our preparation to be ready to go uh there is sean mcdermott uh of course they're going to try to pump the dolphins up as much as they can especially besides scott yep. thompson's going to be the quarterback uh still 10 here cam but i actually was thinking about this total uh quite a bit and it's at 46 right now and i and i think that that's that's a touch too high. high. I mean, we're gonna. I'm yeah. gonna give you uh, some numbers later. Bills actually played a lot of games to the under this year. You watched the Dolphins on Sunday when they had Thompson at the helm against the Jets. Oh yeah. That's not a team yeah. that's going to be able to move the football much, especially against an even better defense in Buffalo. I just got a feeling, Cam. Like, how many points are the Dolphins scoring in this game if Thompson's the quarterback? How many points are they scoring if Teddy Bridgewater's the quarterback? What are we What are we capping it at? 14? I'm thinking around thir 13 Seven. to 16 yeah. is my number. 16, 16 the, 17 is my max, and the Bills probably get about, you know, 28. 30. I think the Bills will cover. I think they'll win this game by, like, 13, Carver, and just sneak out a cover. Yeah. Um, I, and, and the thing is, they can talk about um, Tua playing. You can't do this. We've, we've mentioned this. The guy's had – he's had multiple concussions. If they throw this guy out there now, we're going to have, like, lots of questions to be answered. Skylar Thompson's probably going to play if uh, Bridgewater. I'm not sure if that finger's healed, so I don't know. If you like my, if you think two is going to play, wait because that line, if you're a Dolphins fan, will probably go down to what seven and a half. I'm thinking seven, yeah. seven and a half. But I like the Bills. Right. Uh, look, I just feel the game kind of feels like 27-10. Like the that Bills are in control, in control the entire time. It's never really in doubt that they're going to lose the game. They're going to run the football a lot if they get up two or three scores. That's just kind of how the game feels to me. Total seems a bit high uh, in Buffalo on Sunday, but that could change uh, depending on who the quarterback's going to be. Saturday night, two of the young star quarterbacks in the AFC. And look, if Lamar and Tua were both playing, all seven teams 
are coming to the table with some young and talented quarterbacks. Here is Doug Peterson on his. He's happy to have Trevor Lawrence, Cam. Here he is. I mean, it's exciting. Uh, it's exciting for the game. You know, it's exciting for fans, the league, the whole thing, to have these young young quarterbacks who are, you know, year in, year out, um, you know, vying for these postseason spots. And, and now Trevor gets his opportunity, right? And and um, it, it just it just goes to show you that you know uh, that how how important that position is, uh, as we know. And um, we're just fortunate and blessed to have have Trevor as our guy, you know, and how much he's improved over the course of the season and, uh, you know, leading this football team and, and really, really looking forward to, to watching him now on this this type of stage. You know, last week was 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 a step for him. Obviously, you now this is another another step in that direction. And um, but, yeah, the, the list you mentioned, you know, particularly in the AFC, it's a, it's a good group. It is a good group, Cam, and I'm interested in this game. I think this is a fun game, uh, and I think that this game, opposite of the Bills game, I think this game is points, 47 I and a half. Uh, I think this is where we get some fireworks on Saturday night. Down to Chargers minus one, which is a <laughs> very scary number. Chargers minus one, Cam. Uh, roof, roof, roof uh, for the home dog uh, and the Jags on Saturday night. It's tough, Carver. I've gone back and forth on this game, and I might change it even by, by the time they play. I'm with you, though. I see like a 31-28 to 28 type of game, 35-34, high jinx, maybe a game-winning field goal, lots of points. I lean Charger, but you say Charger will Charger. Um, I just yeah. think Herbert and that team, I really think Staley was a stooge to do what he did, but you know what? I think they'll have enough to beat the Jaguars, but it won't be easy. Let's just say... I think you could tease it either way. This game to me has like teaser or something else written yes. all over it, Carver. If you want to be safe, this is your teaser game. I think it middles on both sides. I would like to maybe get it back to one and a half. Yeah. And if it does, get the Jags up to seven and a half. Like something in that kind of a of a situation, Cam. Like that's yep. kind of what I think I'm going to keep my eye on over the next few days because I, I think I'm definitely going to tease the bills down because i'm a glutton for punishment cam i do one big teaser every week i just i, I can't help myself that's why yeah, you're like me carver like all these math guys are like don't buy points don't do teasers whatever i can't help myself it's like a buffet i want a money line parlay teasers i want everything everything on the menu and the bills will be in parlays as well i mean hey carver that's the beautiful thing about gambling we can do whatever the hell we want to do it's our money we want to put that to teasers and money line parlays together. We will. And the bills will definitely be on many ends of it. Uh, they absolutely will. We'll put the bills with the Jags uh, and maybe we'll even stretch uh, one more in there uh, and go for the three Pete, uh, go for the triple cam. Uh, let's go to uh, John Harbaugh now and get used to this this week. Everybody, if you want to know yep. anything about Lamar Jackson, uh, you're going to hear about it all week. But you're not actually going to hear anything of substance. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of this. Here's Harbaugh. Lamar, I know. I mean, that's kind of a big question a lot of people are asking about. Do, do you expect him to practice this week? Well, like I've been saying, I don't really have an update right now to share with you. Uh, uh, you know, we'll have an injury report out on Wednesday because I won't be have a chance to talk to you between now and then. That's kind of where we're at. So. Now, Cam, there's like, I don't mean to be mean. That... <laughs> Does he not look? Like, he's aged 20 years? Like, I'm just saying, like, that shot, this, like, that doesn't look like John Harbaugh to me. That looks like a guy that's stressed that, out and needs a break. He's got a lot this, on his mind. I know that look. Now, he's not exactly at the Mike Vrabel level uh, this year. Yes, Vrabel is at the close. top of the 
of I need uh, a Caribbean three-week vacation uh, yes. really bad. Yes. But Harbaugh's there, and it's probably because he's, he's had enough of this Lamar thing. And, and that makes me feel – I've seen people like, where is this guy? Is he around? Is he at the facility? Is he near his teammates? Is he, is he – it's, they're making it sound like they have no idea where the guy is, Cam, which I find I so hard to believe uh, at this point. It, I, I feel like Harbaugh's just playing coy. Like, he's just like, you know what? I, I think he's going to show up this week in a practice uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, or at least stand there and maybe toss the ball around a little bit, uh, and he might get out there. But if he ain't there Wednesday, Cam, I don't think he's going to be there at all. I, I think that's going to be I, the I, indicator. Yeah, for, for another me, thing, Harbor, uh, another thing, Carver. If you not agree, if he takes a hard hit in that game when he plays, he might just take himself out. And I'm done with this Raven stuff. Who knows what is in his mind? Coast to coast. We're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver Hine, Cam Stewart in for Scotty right here on the grid. All right, Cam, I want to go back to this before yep. uh, we move on from it. And that is the uh, Lamar Jackson stuff. Yep. They make it sound like he's been the disappearing man there since he got hurt uh, a month ago. Like, And you have an interesting theory. And I, and I think, is he doing this? On purpose. Is this Lamar just saying, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to sit this one out, and uh, you can trade me. or You can't trade him, actually. He's a free agent. They can franchise him, Cam. But they can. You know, he's technically got no contract after this year. I know this sounds crazy, Carver, but there's nobody. Like, you're telling me, so you're an investigative reporter. You have no clips of this guy. He's not at the facility. What's he done? Locked himself in his home? Like, that's the thing. He's not at the facility to get a clip about playing or are you hurt or what's happening. Harbaugh looks like he's aged 10 years. This team, he's watching other guys get guaranteed money who are worse quarterbacks than him. I think there's a point with Lamar Jackson and the hits and stuff that he's taken over the years saying, you know what, Baltimore? They told you, the guy's already his own agent, and he, he I, I almost think he's got one foot out the door. I don't know if he plays this week or not. I'm just saying something is awry in Baltimore because, guys, we have not heard clips from him. Everybody's dodging it. It's very weird. That's all I'm saying is I don't know, understand what's going on here. Yeah, if, I don't, if I don't see him out there and they let the media go out there for 15 minutes or whatever it is yep. to watch practice where they never actually do anything real like when the media is out there that's when the coaches are like yeah guys jog around like they never do anything yep. of any substance if there's no kind of update with him on the injury report or any video of him actually throwing a football around 
I'm going to assume he's not playing, Cam. It's six and a half I, right I, now. It's 42 and a half, and it's Bengals if he's not out there. It's just that that simple. Like, I wouldn't mind the six yep. and a half if Lamar's playing, Cam, to be quite honest. Exactly. If he's in the game, I, I'm in on the six and a half. But I just think there's too much unknown uh, right now for us to really invest in that. All right. For all coast to coast, Carver High and Cam in for Scotty. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Hour number two. Next, we keep going through the NFL. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.